Hello. Hello, E.B. How are you doing today? I'm good, Errol. Thank you so much for having me. I love your name. There has to be a story here, E.B., because, I mean, th- this is not a normal, everyday, on-the-street name. So what, th- th- what, what's the journey here? <laughs> uh, I did change my name, just like my character in Nigeria Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mama did not name me E.B. the boy. It started out as a pen name, and because of so much confusion around pen names, I decided to change it legally. I that, that, I'm so glad that you brought that up because Arrow's not my real name, and and when I write, I don't sign it Arrow or I don't sign it as CT. I sign it as M apostrophe E, which means "May the sun rise above your tears." <laughs> oh, that's fascinating! I love the creativity that goes into naming yourself. Yeah. That's autonomy. The book Nigeria Jones. You know this is going to be a summer read. This right here is a window into the world of who so many people are, and they're going to be speaking your language. Absolutely. I hope so. Yes. To get it into the hands of the readers. I mean, okay, we we go to the bookstore or we read about it online, but 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 in order to have them open the book and become a part of that story. My wife is an avid reader. I love it when I see people reading. I love when people read as well or else I don't have a career. Uh, you know, this is a page turner. But it's, it's a page turner in that it makes you think and it makes you wonder about the people who are raised very differently than us, especially in this country. Mm-hmm. If we watch movies or TV shows, we think everybody's the same, but we are not. The, the way that you have disciplined Nigeria is the fact that she's a well-disciplined person from the homeschool to being 17 years old, to being a leader, discovering more about herself. The, the, this right here is it's such a perfect example of people who want to be that but don't know how to be that. But Nigeria is going to help open that door for them. Right. She's raised, she's homeschooled and she's raised as a vegan because of a very strict and militant father Mm -hmm. uh, who is the leader of a community that is into social activism. But after learning some things about her mother, she decides to forge her own path and starts a school, starts a new school for the first time, has new experiences and makes new friends. And even though this, her community and her family seem enticing to, to people as an average teenager, she's questioning whether or not that was that's the right choice for yeah. her. Yeah. So as many 16-year-olds do, she forges her own path and finds her way. But, you know, but like conflict and, and different different uh, paths changing and stuff like that, because when, when her mother disappears, all of a sudden her eyes open and her heart becomes stronger. Absolutely. Uh, you know, a, a lot of young people are raised with parents who are either divorced or a parent is not in the home. And that sort of break in the family forces you to question which path you want to yeah. choose. And sometimes young people have to decide whether they stay with mom or whether they stay with dad. But in this particular book, it's about ideas. Whose idea is she going to gravitate towards? Is it her father's militant ideas or her her mother's open, inclusive ideas? And she's questioned everything, and and she has no answers by the end of the book. I won't tell you what what happens in the end. (laughs) Yeah, this is... A coming-of-age story where you initiate the process of becoming your own self. Speaking of paths, the way that you make paths with your words. I mean, do you are, are you writing to yourself when you're putting these books together? Or do you are you like a radio person? We envision a listener being there. 
every character in every book that I write is a part of myself. Yeah. While I was not raised like Nigeria Jones, I am an immigrant. I was born in Haiti. And there's a lot to say about the immigrant experience in terms of having different culture at home and grappling with your school life. Yeah. And you feel very different when you meet other kids who are regular teens. But when you come home, you have to do what your mama says. And um, this is what Nigeria has to do. Uh, all of my books are young people who are coming to terms with different parts of themselves and have to forge their own path in the world. YA readers are the most faithful readers. They will support all the way through. And I love the fact that you give them an opportunity to seek out the truth. But I always wonder, though, when, when, when what we think is the truth, when we find out the real truth, it changes us personally. Yes, and that truth changes depending on our Ooh. worldview and our perspective as well. Uh, you know, this it's it's a process that starts in young adult uh, young adulthood, and it doesn't end in adulthood as well. I think right. you and I both are still finding ourselves right. It's yeah. an endless journey. Yeah. But what I love about teenhood and YA is that this is where it starts. It's it, it initiates, and it's an initiation process. I love how Nigeria's father describes her as a warrior princess. I love that because we, you know, we've been taught through history that warriors were guys. And it's like, no, Nigeria Jones is a warrior princess. Oh, yes. Her father really has some strong beliefs about how he should raise his daughter and he wants her to be strong and self-reliant and really, really believes in his constitutional rights. So he, she, he's kind of raising her as the son he never had. And that's a bone of contention for my character. When did you realize that you had a writer's voice? Because, I mean, so many different authors will talk about, well, this is my seventh book. This is my, you know, such and such number of attempts. Because, I mean, a writer has got to have a storytelling capability. Oh, my God. You've got it. Oh, yes. I, I believe I really know that it begins with the imagination. Mm -hmm. I, I was just a imaginative child whose just ideas and, and, and visions just ran the gamut. And, you know, those young people in your life who are constantly daydreaming and don't seem to be paying attention, <laughs> those are the superstars, even if they're chatty, you know, and I'm, I'm sure many interviewers or, you know, or our TV or radio personalities were chatty children. Mm -hmm. So everything about ourselves when we were children ends up being to our benefit. I truly believe that. Native American medicine men, they would walk through the streets and they would look for the silent one, the chatty one, the creative one, because they knew they were going to be the future medicine man. Oh, wow. That's fascinating. Yes. I, I, I wish we would have medicine men now in our culture. Put them in the in the schools and have them point out, you know, who the who these uh, special people are. Absolutely. You've got to come back to this show anytime in the future. I love talking to you. You've got a beautiful heart. Thank you so much for recognizing that. And thank you for those great questions. Well, you be brilliant today. OK, thank you so much.